0: <laughs> i'm gonna pop coach cake like
1: that you yeah, did i do it right you did it great you, you nailed it it was
2: perfect so that was dane and i'm adam i don't know if hi adam perfect.
1: hi adam i'm forrest hi forrest it's pretty good <laughs> and, i'd say
2: and that's brent being i don't even know critical what do you like positively so, critical but still yeah
3: supportive but also yeah. cantankerous I could take yeah. it. I could take yeah, the
2: honesty. Like, it's all in the tone. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed enjoyed that very much. So we're here today because well, it's December and it's the holiday season for a lot of people. A lot of related. It's actually,
3: I'm so sorry, sir. I need to correct you. I don't. I don't mean to be that guy.
2: It is December.
3: It's actually October sixty sixth. No, no, no. You see, that's
2: (laughs) you. you, Why would you? I was doing a thing, and then you cut me off.
1: Got to be ready at all times. All right, tell me what what's okay, Adam. No, it's December.
2: I was like, it's December, so I was setting. I was setting up the bit, and then Brent just shot the fox. Yes, so we're gonna naturally do a Halloween episode. Thank you, Brent.
3: (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's like the nightmare before Christmas but like really before so it's like
2: like, you know. like like a few weeks before. We're talking about midnight mass and probably just the various horror shows that are associated with Netflix and streaming services but specifically the newer show Midnight Mass. Uh, so yeah, who's so seen, has uh
1: yeah, who's yeah. seen it. Yeah. I have. I have. Yeah. Jinx. <laughs> I have. Brent.
3: I have not.
2: Friend, you're killing me. There's
3: what gotta be. That? There's gotta be. You had a, max. a bonus
1: month. You had a bonus month.
3: There's gotta be a max.
2: Okay,
1: so it's okay. Uh, I mid- mean, if we didn't, if if we were all, you need to be here to t- ask us like questions, like what's the deal? Well, that's what I'm saying. There's you gotta what, be a max. What, what's what's yeah.
2: The th- yeah. We love having a max. It's actually really useful. So Midnight Mass is a Netflix original. It's a limited series, meaning that there's only one season. There will only ever be one season. Unless they change their minds, but it's a story, if you will, about well, how to phrase it. It's a vampire story, but Catholicism is layered on top of it to make it not seem like a vampire story to the people in the story.
1: Yeah. So this. <laughs> Did I, yeah, that laugh? I heard that cackle. That was perfect. Yeah, Lars played D anD D in the background. I'm sorry no nice. nah, it's funny spooky, spooky. yeah that's some uh spooky energy there to that
2: cackle it, it did i i appreciated it but yeah does anyone else is that an accurate summary does anyone want to chime in on that
1: yeah, yeah. i was wondering like uh what to give away because they they kind of draw out the whole like vampirism <laughs> i'm sorry do of you it. Wanna, do,
2: do, do you not remember that we always do spoilers like what what to give away
1: no, I, you know, I just wasn't sure if I would give it away the, like, the description of the very first thing. But it is kind of, like, the main part of the story, so it would be kind of hard to talk about yeah, without like, it. Literally, I...
2: episode one features, like, a mysterious box coming across a moving body of water, classic vampire lore. Like, it's straight-up Dracula.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: to this island, also straight-up Dracula because of England, right? And... You know, like he then taps on the box and something taps back. I was like, oh, literally episode one, when that happened, I was like, oh, so this is a vampire story. Great. Mm -hmm. Got it. it. Like the slow reveal wasn't necessary for me.
1: Yeah, and the, the way I came to this show, I mean, I had seen Haunting of Hill House and uh, Bly Manor, which are both, I think, done by a lot of the same creative team. I know it's the same director, and I believe it's the same writer. And it felt really similar to me, having seen both of those, except this is the first one, where it's not like associated with a house. But I guess this island is almost like its own haunted house, right? Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, very, is- yeah. it's
2: very isolated. So yes, in a way it is. And it's very old because it's New England. It's a fishing community. It's like what, like they went from having like 400 people on the island to having like 80. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a very, it it has the same feeling of being like an old abandoned place.
1: Yeah. Suspicious of outsiders, Mm -hmm. you know, suspicious of people who don't fit in society. Like I forget his name, but the, um, the sheriff. Oh, well, yeah, the sheriff for sure. But I was also thinking of the main character no the actually but you're proving my point by pointing out that many of the characters follow in this the <laughs> pregnant woman no let's try again uh, Dude, forest, context <laughs> like what do yeah, you Yeah, I'm what? sorry I, no I, I, the set guy who with a dog Joe? Joe Oh, the yeah okay yeah Joe as well yeah so there's a lot of characters that follow this uh, pattern turns out <laughs> very, well I mean
2: it's really pretty much those four mm-hmm. very tragic character all of them, all of them are tragedy the whole this is a tragedy. The whole story is a tragedy because again, spoiler, everyone dies with the exception of two very young people. It's just one giant murderous tragedy.
1: Yeah. and I thought that this show was gonna potentially be a little bit, you know, if you describe this show to somebody as uh, Catholic vampires come to life on an island. I might think that it was a wrong, like, you know, that it was maybe a little bit too silly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, this is an intensely serious, like, psychological, they play with concepts of death and the afterlife and meanings of being human. It's really an intense show. I really like this show. And that's maybe part of why it appealed to me particularly, was because they juxtaposed you know, hardcore Catholicism, mysticism of vampire stories, and then the ever-practical, like, the main character, the ex-con, who is, like, very pragmatic about his interpretation of the world and is very scientific, and they put them all forward as completely legitimate interpretations. And I really liked that. Like, I, I that appeals
1: to me. What did you think about the style the way... Like, it struck me, watching this series, that it's almost written like a play or the way the characters speak it's like it's lines of dialogue in a type of play where with lots of like monologuing there is a lot of that
2: because you yeah the
1: the
2: the priest character the arguably also one of the main characters does a lot of monologuing both as an intro outro and middle i don't even know what to describe it as just commenting on events and thoughts it's like Mm -hmm. Without that, though, I think a lot of the internal life of these characters would have been lost. Like, I really appreciated them putting that in there. But you're right. It does have the feeling of like a Greek tragedy, almost.
1: Yeah. I mean, that kind of fits in with the ending, certainly. But <laughs> yeah, big time. Yeah. I thought I was going to hate that aspect of it as well, because I had been warned, especially I know there's there's a long scene between the characters, Aaron and Riley. Um, yes so riley's Which the main character the time? one you yeah. spoke about and then aaron is i believe that she's pregnant at this point point. and <laughs> yes, they're talking because... <laughs> of... oh wait no that might be right after but anyway so they're ta- <laughs> they're talking about her baby and i don't know the actual numbers but it feels like the camera is just slowly zooming into riley as he speaks for like five minutes straight and then it slowly zooms into air. And then she speaks for like five minutes straight. It's, it may be not be yeah, those numbers. That, that but was the conversation really about what happened. when like you die. This show is like, I don't want to be. Um, Wait, what? You know, with screenwriting, it's like, show, don't oh, tell. Okay. but with we, may this ab- oh. we may have lost. We lost Forrest for a second. Ah, shit. Okay. Am I back? Yes. yes. Somebody else speak for a bit. I'm gonna play with my settings to make sure I can stay. I, okay. This this podcast I didn't want me to monologue for too long. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you hadn't been. You were fine. You had only been yeah. done, doing it for like a minute. But yeah. So I think if I were, if maybe I'm misinterpreting what you were trying to say, but there is really heavy conversations between various characters that do take up a decent amount of airtime in what what is a relatively short series. It's it's eight episodes long seven episodes long something like that There are hour-long episodes and there's intense conversations that are just people's facial expressions and i'm not sure what Forrest's point was but dane what do you think about that
0: yeah so even though even prior to when we wanted to watch this to do an episode about it i had a friend telling me like you need to watch this show because no one else is going to appreciate this sh- this show it's It's all like existential, and you're like the only person I know that really gets a kick out of that stuff. Mm. And uh, she was absolutely right. I think the priest character, I don't, I'm not familiar with anything that he's been in, but
2: he the actor himself, yeah, don't don't know him, never saw him. He does such
0: an incredible job because even though so much of the stuff is just monologuing, he really draws you in with just his cadence, yes. It yes. just everything. I mean, he, he felt very priestly and he felt I, very I old.
2: If, I'm going to look him up. Cause I wonder if he actually was a stage actor before this, because that w- might explain why he's so very good at yeah, not, that style. Cause you're right. Sure. Very compelling.
0: He was fantastic. I pieced together fairly quickly. A lot of the kind of twisty twists.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't but, that shocking.
0: Yeah. It, but even knowing, like, what the twist is, I found the show to be very compelling because it's just such a slow burn. And, like, it there is, are some really is. gripping moments, like uh, when Joe's dog is poisoned. Like, that was that was Oh, that my was God.
2: That ripped my heart apart. Because that was rough. Yeah. Just him crying over the dog's body being like, you can hate me, but why would you harm this dog?
3: What yeah. did he do to I, any? I probably, I probably shouldn't watch this show. Then it's oh. very
2: upsetting. I will say,
3: yeah, that one might be rough uh, for you
2: because yeah. okay. So there is a distinctly hateful as, character. As as we say
3: yeah. this, as my dog has put her her head on my knee. <laughs> oh,
2: okay, but there is there is a, a a very hateful character. She's the stereotypical like hypocrite Catholic who is self interested conniving two-faced and terrible and she poisons the dog just because she doesn't like joe and it's horrifying and we all know who did it though they never confront her about it she did it and she is just the thorn in the side of the entire story yeah i forget what the. does anybody remember the character's name yeah she is just the she is the fucking worst even before
0: (laughs) like the start of the show She's kind of the reason why everything went to shit. Because the reason why right, everyone because there's left, a, like
2: a pyramid scheme.
0: <laughs> there was a, uh, there was an oil spill. Yep. Um, and I think she, she pushed to get the rights, or I, or she, she got the settlement. She I
2: mean. pushed everyone to settle rather than sue. Right. And, and then she
0: took a part of that settlement money for herself.
2: Oh, part. Yeah. She then turned around and was like everyone should donate it to the church which at the time was run by a senile priest and she pocketed most of it yeah it just terrible person and she doesn't get better in fact one of the best moments for me was her trying to dig herself into the beach at the end and the sun coming up and i was just like <laughs>
0: ironically she dug her own grave
1: yeah she sure did and so she As... was a vampire. They were everyone, all. Vampires, everyone becomes yeah. A yeah, I mean, eventually too. she was, but <laughs> she's uh, not the like, vampire you think.
2: So the, the the main thrust of the plot is that priest, old man, senile, goes is sent by his congregation to the Holy Land as his like last big thing. He's like ninety years old and can't really concentrate on anything anymore. He's completely maybe Alzheimer's, maybe dementia. We're not really sure. He then wanders off from his tour group in the Holy Land into the desert and discovers this ancient Babylonian crypt, which does in fact have a vampire in it, which he interprets to be an angel. It restores him, it heals him, it makes him like 40 again. I don't really know how old he's supposed to be. And then he brings the vampire back specifically so he can help one person, but Decides to spread the love around by putting, I kid you not, vampire blood in the communion wine. So, or it's just vampire blood; it's not even communion wine. So that everyone uh, becomes a vampire. He spikes it initially. Yeah, it's a a cocktail. (laughs) He slowly, he slowly makes it more and more vampire blood, and so that's like how everything goes down. And there's like miracles with people being able to walk again, or see, or get younger, or they lose pain because they're all slowly transitioning into vampires
0: right it's like you know vampire blood heals you stuff
2: yeah Mm. because that's and gives you an intense photosensitivity which you know may or may not cause you to burst into flames
3: like traditional vampire stuff
2: yes yeah
0: it was really good and it did it did have a lot of callbacks to dracula And I think similar to Dracula, there's a lot of Catholic iconology Mm -hmm, and a lot mm -hmm. of, especially the existential stuff is really an allegory for Catholicism and um, the ending, the ambiguity of whether or not the vampire gets away, you know, kind of like Catholicism always kind of lives in another. day.
2: Not only that, but all the resurrection stuff, like, so in a traditional vampire story to become a full vampire, you have to die. And that either happens as part of you ingesting too much vampire blood and it literally killing you or somebody murdering you, which is how the story ends with a absolute bloodbath.
0: And, 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 he, and the priest saw himself as kind of a Paul character. Yes uh, wanting well, he's to like, father,
2: he's father Paul, isn't he? Yeah, like, He yeah. wanted
0: to you know bring about this like you know this miracle from the angel, and Bev just completely twists it into this like power grab move. And so like what was supposed to be like a very peaceful transition at a midnight mass turns into the, like, like you said, just an absolute bloodbath.
2: Oh, right. And good point. So the name of the show actually comes from the fact that Father Paul transitions first because he's been drinking vampire blood the longest and can no longer go out in the day. And so he starts holding midnight masses.
3: Oh.
2: And oh boy. So the actual bloodbath, midnight mass resurrection is on Easter Sunday. Yes. It is it <laughs> yes. is right on the nose, man. Yeah. Like there's no, you can't, can't miss that one. I will say, I actually have a friend who I work with and uh, she watched the series, loved the series. And when I said, oh, so you like vampire stories? She was like, what are you talking about? This wasn't a vampire story. Oh, what was her interpretation? So- Let's she get her didn't, on the podcast. She didn't, she, didn't get, she didn't get it. She literally was just like, oh my God, it was a vampire story, wasn't it? And I was like, yeah. How did you not? How? She was like, I just thought it was like an actual like mystic, like there were miracles. I thought it was an actual angel. And it was like, the big bat thing? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the angel in question is very clearly like a demonic presence with Scaly wings instead of feathers. It's clearly not human. It's, in, it's a very tall creature. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, "Wow, okay, so maybe maybe not everyone immediately picked up on the iconography and symbolism."
1: Do they ever say that it's a vampire outright? No, I they, feel they like never. They, they never the use word. the word vampire ever.
2: Yeah. They always call it The Angel. Even if you flip on your subtitles and it's making sounds, it's The Angel. It's, it's credited very,
0: as The Angel. Yeah.
2: They they
1: did it on purpose, but like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. What did you all think of the Sheriff character?
2: Loved him. Loved him.
1: Also,
0: uh, super attractive.
2: Yeah. Very handsome man. And I actually really like what they did with his son and his relationship. Yeah. Like, 'Cause it was it was complicated. So the sheriff is a Muslim on an island that is overwhelmingly Catholic. Not completely, but overwhelmingly. And his son, because of all the miracles and stuff going on, gets curious about Catholicism and is actually one of the first people to decide to die and become a vampire at the end. And the whole time the sheriff who is trying to be like helpful and considerate and also afraid to upset the church because he's a Muslim, is just struggling internally with that entire relationship with his son and with the community, because he converted for his wife, if I recall
1: correctly. Yeah, I think so. And he's he's kind of struggling with... I, I feel like he wants his, his kid... Well, yeah, <laughs> naturally that. But also, I think he wants his son to be... His son is curious and he doesn't want to stifle that. But also, I would just say he knows what's going on, but not, I mean, not to the extent where like he <laughs> he doesn't know it's a vampire. Uh, yeah, per se. He, yeah, he's clearly unaware of that. But like this social dynamics, you know, I don't know.
2: Yeah, because he like one of the one of my favorite scenes with him in it is when he goes to the school board, you know, like the school yeah. community or it's not the board, and he's just like so you all handed a Bible out in class to every student, including my son. How would you feel about me handing a Quran out to everyone? And they were like, well, that's not, that wouldn't make any sense. Uh, clearly. And it's just like, do you
1: not see this? <laughs> yeah. But they keep coming back to the miracles that are happening.
2: <laughs> yeah. But like, I think, not, not saying that that's a good early. excuse, yeah. but
1: that's what they keep using as the excuse. You're and right, they keep like, like pushing, like you're slowly, I feel like it's very much like a boiling the frog type story. Where yes. Y- y- every little thing, like you can turn the screws a little bit. If you just, well, not only uh, that, but like
2: the character, the young lady who was shot and paralyzed, I forget her name, but you know, her entire arc is kind of, I think why they started with her. Is because mm-hmm. she's just this very sympathetic character, and everyone kind of empathizes with or gloms onto her. So I don't know, like her whole healing and being a paragon drew mm-hmm. in everyone, including the sheriff's son,
1: Lisa. And, and yeah, and that sets up the whole thing with like maybe it's going to be a show about her and Joe somehow, which would have been good. I would watch that. Yeah, I mean, that would have been a fine show, but it's not. Yeah, this was kind of more interesting, I think, ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. But Father Paul straight up eats Joe, so, yeah.
3: Wait, so hold on. There's there's actual blood, like, vampire consumption type stuff? Yes. Oh, yeah. And that hold person on. still hold thought on. that this wasn't a vampire thing? Yeah,
2: I know, right? Like, I was like, what did you think it was? And she was like, zombies? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> how? How? Zombie, zombie. Yeah. Zombie. No, no, it wasn't it was not
1: i i contend that I, i'd like this person to come on the podcast and tell their side of the story because otherwise it's I mean? going to be us dunking on
2: them no <laughs> no she's fine she wouldn't want to be on the podcast sorry y'all
3: i'm not offended <laughs>
2: okay no, i just just wanted to say
0: we're not
3: everyone's <laughs> cup of tea
1: no we're not but I'm not even like, my own cup of tea. Sometimes we're more like uh, we're more Lord. like soup for
0: your family.
1: What? Ouch. what yeah. Do
0: what does mean? that mean? Yeah. What the? We're thick and char- guys. It was. I was just trying to make a soup for the family reference. Come on. Okay. Don't overthink okay. it.
2: Okay. What we have to. That's what we
1: do. Yeah. <laughs> it's who we are. Yeah. So I came into this show with. Now, hold on. Um,
3: now, what do you mean soup for the family? We. Oh my gosh! We literally had, this is we literally had a running bit
0: in our capitalism sucks episode. A can do yep. attitude.
2: Yeah, canned soup, Antifa, can do soup for the family. You know, they
0: got cans and a can do attitude. Can do. At a- Throw back to our own episodes. That's that's how you know we've made it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't. We've made it. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, Fair so. Who was, was trying to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, say, I was, who was making saying, a point. Yeah.
1: No, no. I just came to this. It's funny. Uh, my sister recommended the show to me um, because she had just watched a couple episodes, and she's like, "I don't really know what, what's going on here." But I come from a family of lapsed Catholics. Long story short, me, my mom, my dad, my sister. I have an older sister. She went to Catholic school as a kid, and it scared the shit out of her. And long story short, <laughs> now we're all uh, devout atheists. Devout <laughs> evangelical, yeah. even. Yeah, even. And she was like, "Huh, it's funny." You know, uh, a couple episodes in, they remark on how they, you know, say everything in the old way, and we hadn't really interacted with. Catholicism or church or anything in so long that she's like, the old way is actually the way that I remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's like, you should watch this show. It'll uh, it'll give you like weird nostalgic vibes. And I'm like, I don't know. And then after a couple more episodes, she's like, that's not the reason you should watch this show. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, no, it's a lot better than that. And that was actually the first, I don't know, sprinkle they gave us breadcrumb to say that Father Paul was in fact Father Paul from the you know, previous... He was the old man. Yeah. Like, I, which... I
0: I called that one pretty early. Yeah,
2: like, it didn't take much to figure that out. But he was certainly very, you know, interesting as a character. Yeah, the
0: side story, I mean, I would have definitely... I think it was fleshed out just enough to, like, really keep you engaged with the characters. But I definitely would have appreciated him more fleshing out of him with uh, his illegitimate daughter. I thought that was very...
2: Yes. Okay. So there is a character in this series who is also one of the outsiders that we didn't mention. She is the doctor on the island there to take care of her senile, dying mother. And she is also a lesbian, which is important because Catholicism. But like man alive did it get twistier and twistier when they started being like i fell in love with your mother when we were children and we had you and i couldn't do anything man like yeah that would have been way more interesting to explore but instead she just straight up dies and we never get any resolution to that
0: well i thought i just thought i really liked the part where it was like she was she's she was with a woman at this like uh barbecue thing and he's like staring at her. And this is before the revelation that he's the, the priest. And he's, she's like, oh, man, he, he's staring at me just like the priest did. And the whole time is because she thought even back then he knew that she was a lesbian. And you find out later on that, no, it's actually because that was his daughter. And he always had to watch her from afar. And it's just like you could just tell these. Like, I didn't care that you were a lesbian. I just wanted to like, I felt bad about not being there for your, yeah. For your, for your father.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's and interesting. It was interesting. Like I, it, it was The show does a lot with a very few episodes and I really like I respect the hell out of that.
1: Do you think so what do you guys think about kind of Father Paul's redemption arc towards the end versus Why I Is think it a it redemption as, arc? Well, okay. Well, that's the question partially, but I feel like it's sort of a redemption arc versus Bev Keen's anti-redemption arc,
2: <laughs> her descent into madness. Yeah, um
1: I feel like. Yeah, no, I know are talking about. Even though he's like, you know, a vampire and t- slowly turning the island into vampires, you still are supposed to supposed to be. It's not a good way. Of you're, it. Supposed to like you're supposed to empathize with him. To, yeah, exactly. And you're supposed to hate Bev. (laughs) And And you uh, are. And you do hate Bev. And you do, at least if you're me, and you do kind of uh, empathize with Father Paul. But also, I couldn't help at the very end be like, he is the reason the island alternative Yeah, (laughs) he killed
2: everyone. Yeah. This is his fault. But yes, you really are supposed to feel bad for him right there at the end, which is Mm. I think why they hit you over the head with the illegitimate daughter stuff. But I mean, I just really struggle with giving a shit. Like that was my problem. Like I was watching the show and I was like, Oh, you want to be a good guy now? Well, You're not going to condone I violence now.
0: I think it's a, I think it's a, you know, allegory for faith and that he believed that he was, you know, he had faith that he was, you know, serving an angel that he was bringing this miracle to the people that he grew up with and such, you know?
1: So, yeah, I do. uh, That's interesting. I
0: think think you have to, I think to really get the most out of the show, you really have to just watch everything from the, like the interpretation of like a religious faith.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 That was, I believe was the intention of the entire series because if, correct me if I'm wrong, but the series opens with the, vehicular homicide that start that has the ostensibly main character praying the Lord's prayer over the woman he killed. And then she haunts him for the rest of his life. So like speaking of which, what did you guys make of the fact that she was the one that like took him to heaven or whatever?
0: More stories about redemption. The, 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 you know, the life on earth, you know, you can do bad, but ultimately, uh, you know, all is well in death, I guess.
2: Yeah,
1: but I don't know. I it? interpret it almost as like a relief for him. I don't know. The, so, the
0: second monologue that she does while she's dying, I thought was quite poignant and quite a, a really deep. Wait, life, wait,
2: wait. Who?
1: Yeah, what are you talking um, about?
0: The love interest? I can't remember. Her Aaron. Name. Aaron, yes. But she's talking about, I am the universe and every, every my life was just a dream. You know, I, I returned to the universe. It was like some, it was like some, you know, mushroom level shit, man.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> Got to get you that mushroom level shit.
0: I, I, I thought it was. I honestly thought it was like really, really beautiful.
2: Oh, it was uh, no mm-hmm. question about it. Mm-hmm. But like, was one of my frustrations with the show was them not really exploring or explaining those little throwaway things. Where it was just like, oh, you know, he's sitting on a boat in the ocean in the afterlife and now he's being whisked away by the woman who tormented him his entire life because of his crime. Or I am the universe or this is my illegitimate daughter. I don't really fully get to explore any of this. I was just like, what is the comment here that like none of us get the answers we seek until we're dead? Like, I really don't. I don't. I didn't get it.
1: Maybe. Yeah, but
2: I don't like it.
1: No. It was, I was definitely not though, if they... a show that gives you anything at face value. Yeah, and I'd be afraid if they. When you say explain it, you don't mean like.
2: No, I just I'm just looking for any sort of context clue, really. Mm-hmm. Just because, again, they're playing with images of death, the afterlife. It's complicated and unclear. Who really knows? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just like. What do you think, director slash writer? I don't feel like you're giving me any anything. Just hints and sprinkles.
0: Speaking of the writer-director, so Forrest, you said you'd watch his other stuff. Would you recommend his other stuff after watching this? or?
1: Yes, but I will say it's very different. It's more of a straight-ahead... Well, okay. Hmm. I would maybe recommend watching... I just want to make sure I get them correct. Fly Manor and then Potentially Haunting of Hill House. I think Haunting of Hill House is probably the most straight ahead like horror like haunted house type thing. I mean given the name and everything, but that to me makes it the least interesting. Haunting of Bly Manor. It's been a while since I've watched it, but the setup is that the main character is sort of a housekeeper slash taking care of the kids in a well-to-do house in England. And the housekeeper is like an American who is out of her element. And you realize over time that what's, what's going on is actually like deep-seated family issues and not a literal like haunting. Um, Oh,
0: okay. So it follows the theme that there's, it's not always what it seems.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. They they play around with the concepts. And, and it's also like Midnight Mass in that it's not a jump out of your seat, afraid type thing. And it's also not a, uh, it's not like shock horror. It's not like a slow building horror. It's more of like a fan- horror of like living in a family. <laughs> <laughs> horror. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I, I'd recommend it. Though I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm, I'm struggling at describing it like more specifically. But yeah, if you like that, I would watch Haunting of Blind Manor. And then Hill House, if you want. Um, I think, like I said, Hill House is more of a straight-ahead, like, it's a haunted house.
0: And I, I believe the actress who plays Erin is the director's wife. And she's in all of them, I believe.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, she is in all of them. And a lot of the people are in all of them the actor who plays mildred isn't it Uh, that's that's father paul's
0: yeah yeah Yeah. that was one of the key giveaways that something was going to go on when they cast a young actress to play an old woman so you know there's going to be like some (laughs) de-aging shit like yeah makeup was like like father paul's makeup was pretty good as Mm -hmm. an old man like it it, you have to really kind of look but Mm -hmm. hers was so obvious
1: yeah, and that's actually a theme in the other series. People have, for example, uh, in Hill House, guy who plays the a stunt, like the the guy who think is going to be the main character, his dad, what's his name? Anyway, in other series, they give him bright blue eye contacts, contact lenses, and it's horrible. <laughs> it looks like a bad cosplay. <laughs> so be ready for that. But it's it, it, it's it's good. I would try out Blind Manor if you want to check out some more. Wait.
2: Yeah, it's good. I I like it. I'm not,
1: um, what I'm not a big horror the, person. So.
2: Well, eh, <laughs> is it really horror so much as just spooky? Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't find it horrifying. Like, it wasn't brutal, Friday the 13th, Halloween-style horror. the most
0: horrifying parts was during the storm when he looks outside, and who you think is, is the priest is out in the storm. That was just unnerving, seeing that, like, super tall. Oh, just yeah. In the woods. Well...
2: The whole thing is yeah, unnerving sure. like that's the skill
0: do you like spooky stuff though adam or everyone really
2: yeah for the most part i do yeah like one I of like- my favorite one of my favorites which i do qualify as a horror series is aliens so oh yeah like i i do i i appreciate it because like i like i like horror for the same reason i like sci-fi where they play with the nature of reality and i just find that very appealing
1: the other thing that I think uh, horror and sci-fi have in common is that it, typically they're not afraid of uh, schlock <laughs> which <laughs> can actually be a good thing because you're allowed to like you have cover to explore areas that a quote unquote more serious thing would not want to Sorry, approach
0: schlock yeah. yeah like I'm uh not
1: familiar. Not familiar with the schlock let me let no. me see what webster says about what, schlock.
2: come on come on with your yiddish come on
1: yeah it just means it, it, it means like you know it's room like to a maneuver. monster movie yeah, or like, like yeah or like set thrusters the, to 500 like it, it's it's it, silly it stuff. conveys
2: it's kind of like schadenfreude where it conveys an emotion so mm-hmm. it's hard to define
1: yeah it's like junkie movies <laughs> Yeah,
2: so it's just schlock. I don't know. Like, Flash Gordon is schlock. Like, it's terrible, but you still want to watch it because it's fun.
0: Maybe yeah. Resident Evil just put out a new series on F4.
2: Or Doom. Hoo, hoo, hoo. I don't know. Doom yeah. 2004.
0: I feel like Brent would know that. Brent, you still there with us, buddy?
2: He could be. We'll never know. Brent, you're on mute. Okay. Oh, no. So <laughs> He's left Resident. The Resident Evil. What about them? What's going on?
0: I think the new series is out on Netflix, or it's going to be coming out on Netflix. Oh
2: no! It already did. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Raccoon City one.
0: Yeah, was that any good? Yeah, or...
2: yeah, yeah. That's but uh,
0: no, <laughs> it's um, not
2: good. I I mean, it's not terrible either. Like it's schlock. It's
0: more of this word.
2: It, it, we're trying to help you understand it. I enjoyed watching it, but I would not call it art
1: damn, take that, Resident Evil.
2: I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, But yeah, I know what you mean. It's stupid and fun, but it's like Midnight Mass, by comparison, is art. Like, it's complicated, it's deep. It explores a variety of theories and ideas that are interesting to pretty much whoever is willing to consider the nature of the afterlife or religion or just being part of a society. And by comparison, <laughs> Resident Evil, Raccoon City is like, I don't even know. Have you ever wanted to watch uh, a a three D animated joke? Enjoy.
3: We're talking about Resident Evil, Raccoon City. Yes, we are. I, I haven't
2: seen
0: was, it. Is it. I thought it was live action.
2: No, I haven't, no, I haven't seen it. It's animated. It's
0: yeah. uh. There's definitely a live action one coming though.
2: Oh,
3: no, there's, there's a live action one that came out recently. That's like I'm oh, then sure then maybe I'm talking recently. about something else.
1: Are you
2: talking about
3: Resident there's
1: Evil? There's
2: also in Infinite Darkness. Sure. It also takes place in Raccoon City, so I get confused. Everything takes place in Raccoon City. I'm pretty sure I'm living in a Raccoon City right
3: now. Is the architectural design this of Raccoon City like recognizable at a glance? Because do you know, like, how if you see the Final Fantasy? No, it's anywhere in America. That's kind of the point. Then I guess how do you know it's in Raccoon yeah. City unless it says it in the title or they say it? I'm in the dialogue very because, curious to see where you're going. Because they al- they always talk about it. Okay. And
2: the uh, city is Midgar in Final Fantasy VII.
0: Yeah, what about Midgar?
2: Midgar is built on lies.
0: I think Midgar is distinguishable because it's got the giant makeup reactor right in the middle.
2: And because it's a double-layer city with a sky plate you, on top of a normal city. Have
0: you the uh, remake, Adam?
2: Oh, yeah, totally. I loved it. It was a movie you got to play the action sequences to, so I uh, okay. really had a good time with it.
0: I, I'm i going to be completely honest with you. Um, I've never Hated played it. Final Fantasy VII.
2: <gasps> that's okay
0: my friend got yeah. it for me for christmas like
3: the remake of or the original
0: like, the original well, for the switch, the switch
3: it'd be the original yeah yeah, yeah the the blocky put, old
0: like, school 90s game 10 minutes of it. i don't even think i got through like the first like
2: oh dude it's a frig. it's like such a long game
1: yeah yeah and like it's, all I, final analyses. it's good i mean certainly it's good it's a classic but my understanding is like play six you know play you can whatever Seven well, was always my the, favorite just
2: because, uh, no, it was for me. Only because of the sci-fi over magic element to it.
0: I have 14. And, uh Okay. <laughs> so the newest expansion just came out. And so, like, I play on a fairly large server. I, I play on my friend's server. And usually when you log in, you're, like, 25th, 30th, sometimes 40th in queue. And I go to log in after, what is it, Uh, Endwalker?
2: Uh, Yeah, what are you talking about?
0: The newest expansion of Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, okay. And uh, 5,430th in queue.
2: Wow. Holy crap. Just to log in? Yes. Wow. All right. Well, it sounds like it's a vibrant community. Good for them. I guess
0: there's like the hardcore people that just like come out for new expansion. And then
2: you've got your Eastern Christmas crowd, right? Yeah, totally. Back to Catholicism
1: yeah
2: sorry that was Although, a bad joke proceed yeah,
1: it was good.
2: yeah well i mean like final yeah. fantasy overall is not my favorite series so i like two of them final fantasy 7 and final fantasy 10 and like that's it like that's all i'll play so i'm maybe not the best person to ask questions of it
0: i was looking through my steam library the other day and i was surprised to find that I had final fantasy 15 in it and i Oh why no! I bought that at all. Uh,
2: <laughs> that's like, the worst what? one. Yeah,
1: uh, which Jeez. one's fifteen?
0: Fifteen's the one in the car.
2: Yeah, oh. it's terrible. It's a terrible <laughs> game.
0: It's like acclaimed, isn't it? Like, isn't it considered? Ye- a- oh
2: right, yes. What isn't? Let me tell you about the Emmys. <laughs>
0: they like, what what, what does fucking
2: acclaim mean? They paid the critics. Great, good job. Dang, I'm calling them out. It's real. Game of You're the Year it. edition 2021.
1: Final Fantasy it. 15. They got an award from PlayStation Blog. <laughs> yeah, you
2: see what I mean. Like, fuck that. Solid E um,
0: tier
1: reviews. It's oh. a terrible game.
2: It's objectively terrible. The camera's bad. The car jerks around, and There's you get bit stopped bit. all the time. I hate There's it.
3: Big brand energy from you.
2: Yeah. Hey, oh, uh, sorry, it, lost, it lost. It lost the no, game I think awards. You
1: lost the game awards in 2017 lost to persona 5 in the category yeah because persona 5
2: is a good game
1: yeah yeah
3: yeah. i haven't even played that game but i I agree
2: okay so the my main beef with final fantasy 15 is not just the fact that the mechanics are bad and the characters are a little flat yeah it's the road trip one is it's the time jump it's the time jump in the middle of the game you go from playing a game to suddenly 15 years in the future and the game's over you, and there's no control over when that occurs. Like you have to do it. And it's a bad game.
1: Wait, I don't know about this. It just, it like suddenly, suddenly the game okay, is Okay. So you don't know you're why.
2: playing the game, <laughs> you're playing the game. And if you want to pursue the main storyline in any capacity, you don't want to just do fetch quests for the rest of your life. Eventually mm-hmm. what will occur, which is apparently inevitable, is they like ran out of money. And so they fast forwarded through the game. And you just jump forward fifteen years into the future, and that's the last boss. And like you fight a, fe- a series of last bosses, and that's is it. the last the boss.
3: Mi- well, is the last boss middle age or what do you mean? What do you mean? It's like and a said demon. They fast, so they said they fast forward fifteen years. So I thought maybe like the last boss would be that their <laughs> knees hurt now. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but... <laughs> no, because your knees hurt. The main character was like twenty at the start of it, and that's now he's saying. like thirty-five. I'm so his
3: knees would hurt. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's I just I don't I'm sorry. I really don't like Final Fantasy fifteen. And maybe that's just me, but eh. Hey,
3: but it's me too.
2: Oh, you don't like it?
3: I haven't played it, but I'm with you. And, oh cool. <laughs> thanks. <Feels right. laughs> thanks, dude. I have, dude played, I have played for
1: ten years.
3: I have played forty five minutes to an hour of the multiplayer Final Fantasy fifteen. I'm pretty sure, like there was like that co-op game kind of. Yeah, that existed because you could drop all, into other it people's was games. Really bad. So I yeah, I'm it's not you. it's not good, and it's
2: like too hard. You can just wander around in the game and encounter like level a hundred bosses, and you're like level thirty because that's only that's the highest level you can reach and be a tolerable game. I just I didn't. It's terrible. Anyway. That's Adam's review of Final Fantasy 15.
3: You fucked that game, game. haha! Basically, like,
2: no, yeah, I played the whole game because I personally believe in not criticizing things unless I've consumed them. So
3: that's like a that's a pretty common recently. I feel like that's taken a lot of weight in the in the industry as a whole. What do you mean? I mean,
0: I feel like you feel that in a lot of games, though, like. I feel like games start off feeling very in depth. Like Dark Souls comes to mind. Like you play like mm. playing in the first part of Dark Souls, like there's like everything just feels super interconnected, and then you get into like the late game stuff, and it just feels becomes like it becomes very linear.
2: No, come on, man, fuck that shit. Like there are games yeah. who do a really great job of That's interconnectivity. So I think like,
0: I think maybe the game that stands out the most that like is solid all the way through. And one of my favorite games of all time is Super Mario Odyssey. That game was oh yeah so fucking
2: no, I mean polished. can't oh can't argue God. with that because it's a Mario game. Like they spent the yeah, time but even
0: for a Mario game. Like you go back to Mario sixty four and like the most memorable worlds are all like in the first front half of the game. Well,
3: famously, know, like- famously, you are highlighting of all the Mario games, and like I'm not even a Nintendo guy, but you are highlighting the most like tumultuously diff- like like Super Mario 64 had the a fucking hell of a time getting made. Period. So it's like not all that surprising that that game is the one that you would highlight as having, you know, issues since it like barely made it to Wait, where were we talking about Odyssey? Yeah, well, but he, yeah what what's like, going on right no, now? No, <laughs> but he he mentioned 64 being like, "Oh, 64, like the first half of the game is okay." Did he? Mm. Dane, what's where that? we where were you, you talking that
2: about? Yeah, I'm confused.
0: Sorry, I got Distracted by something, but very powerful. Okay,
2: uh, we were talking, you weren't talking about no, no, Mario no, 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 64. No, you've were you?
3: loaded the question, you've loaded the question. Look at you.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, yep. Dane, no, Dane you're right?
3: Dane, 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 did you what did you reference after talking about Mario 64? Uh, fuck. <laughs> yes,
0: I was talking about Mario 64. Uh, the yeah, oh, the shit. okay, so Brent's right. Sorry, In the end game.
3: And I was saying that 64 famously was the one Mario game. Well, I'm letting Dane know because he wasn't here.
0: No, he I'm sorry. I us.
3: just feel bad. I just James feel bad. didn't
0: have money. Yeah, I heard that part. Then I missed I, didn't,
3: last I Nobody said money. Nintendo has all kinds of money. It was just all shit. All the money. <laughs> it was just Nintendo has game. so much
0: money. Yeah. What? Uh, what? It, what?
2: It It was. I'm it sorry. Absolutely He's right. was. It absolutely was. It absolutely was. You guys need to take I Nintendo's dick out of your mouth. I don't know. <laughs> you, you come on. It was. Like I don't wanna, even like Nintendo. Wanna, I really do you don't. You want to
3: know what revolutionary was? Master Chief. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, shut sure. up. Sure. No, absolutely. I think Yeah, I think no, Halo, Pokemon the 1st, that was revolutionary. I think Halo picked up
0: the torch of 007 Golden Eye and brought us to the next step of uh, multiplayer shooting games for sure.
2: Oh, it absolutely did. I mean, I uh, had the,
0: friends that like Like
3: like Halo
0: one famously couldn't play online. And there are people that found workarounds to do that, right? They like set up
3: land well, they land parties, yeah.
0: Yeah, across the internet and stuff like that. Like it was a big deal.
3: Guys, guys,
2: (laughs) I feel like we've lost the thread. What are we talking about? I should
0: download the new (laughs) Halo game. We're
2: talking about it. it.
3: No, do it. I'm playing it. I talked about it last week. I'm not gonna talk about it again.
2: Yeah, let's not. But really, what are we what are we doing here? Uh, Uh, I've been been watching
3: Hawkeye. Oh, you have. I have been watching Hawkeye. You, what wa- do you think Is of it? it Wait, is
2: that a series or is that a yeah, movie? It's a series. Oh, I didn't realize that. It's about Hawkeye. My least favorite okay. Marvel
3: character?
0: I, I yeah, think it's they the kinda, weakest TV show so far.
3: Well, yeah, cuz it's about Hawkeye. <laughs> because he fucking sucks. But I think I think it's really interesting with it. Like I look, I think I like that it's grounded and that it's not that like it's not that it's not the scale is kind of small. Like that feels nice. I do like that. That being said, though, it is, it's like because they put it, they put it out, I think, after so many like, do Good you care joke. about Phase 4 of Marvel? Do you want to know about the multiverse? Oh. Watch, brr, 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 you know, and it was like honest.
0: Oh. I think it's I the Kate Bishop character. I really like Hayley Steinfeld. I think is her name. Steinfeld. whatever, yeah. She she's she fantastic as uh, Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man into the Multiverse. She also did the voice of Vi in Arcane. Like she's done she was, incredible She was things. also
3: the little girl in that one western True movie Brit, that got a lot of Brit.
0: accolades. Yep, yep. Um, oh was she yeah 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 but I'm the one with the
2: the more recent version the
0: the one with um
2: yeah what's his name the dude
0: Obadiah staying there um the dude the dude yeah the dude yeah yeah his Um, name
2: is the dude I don't care what his real name is his name is the dude Understood. 10-4 reading you loud and clear
3: captain
0: yeah also Matt Damon is a Texas Ranger fantastic Matt Damon was in that movie yeah yeah he was
2: he was one of the three main characters
3: and
0: uh, Christian Bale was the outlaw, right? And Russell Crowe was also was that the one with Russell Crowe too?
2: I don't think so, unless I'm remembering it incorrectly. All I know is I remember <laughs> Jeff Bridges, the dude. Jeff
0: Bridges, that's. Him.
2: You're welcome. I I knew his name oh, immediately, Josh but it
0: was Josh Brolin.
2: Oh, there it is. I was gonna say I don't think. Yeah, are you I mean Thanos. It
0: was I was way <laughs> off. Of the out-
2: yeah
3: i was it sounds really wrong so obadiah stain so hold on let's hold no, on let's, let's all bring it back no no no, 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 no. Do hold this. on let him do it let, him do it. I'm, let me I'm letting, him, I'm letting him do it let me do this so you the you're talking about two, 2010's true grit that stars kate bishop obadiah Stane, stage actor loki and thanos <laughs> Yeah, that, because that all one, four probably. of these actors are in, in are in the MCU. <laughs> they are. Yeah. <laughs> yep. oh, it's going to get to a point where you don't you can't watch a movie without that being the case. It's
0: going to get to a point where we're in
3: <laughs> 6 degrees to Kevin Bacon seriously though. But yeah. Hawkeye is I like the small scale. Like they don't do a lot of big CGI stuff. Like there's a few obviously shots. There's also some interesting like like Hardcore Henry, or I can't remember the song of the song that 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 director did that made a lot of to do Hardcore Henry, but like that, there's like some interesting camera work going on. Also, it gets kind of emotional, and also this show handles inclusive casting better than Eternal. The rest did. of Marvel, yeah, yeah, because there's a like pr- one of the primary antagonists is both deaf and an amputee like the actor is at least no way an really amputee. yeah that's she, uh, she interesting
0: is she is a uh native uh first nation or er, native american actress who is deaf and yes has a partially amputated leg
3: and and this She's, is in real life too right that are deaf in real life or yes yeah. yes that I, is I, yes. I, I, that was it's that was the interpretation life. i was getting and and it's really cool it's they don't they don't shy away from it but they also don't like parade they don't it. parade it yeah mm-hmm. and it's it is it's super cool I like it a lot I like that a lot I um, like,
0: I want to say I like like almost everything about the show except for Jeremy Ryan
3: well just, first of all famously his name is Jeremy Renner but that's fine Renner, <laughs> no, no famously yeah also he yeah he's kind of a he's like the least famous He's the least popular Avenger. He's also the least popular Avenger actor. I think he's kind of. I think he's also kind of slimy, but not slimy enough to warrant like mega massive cancellation. Kind of, you know what I mean? Just a little bit of an old head what, type thing. What slime does he have?
2: <clears throat> Jeremy Renner controversy. Someone Google that. Him. I I really don't know. The point is, is that for the most part, like I never really got a good vibe off of him. To begin with, but the fact of the matter is, is like he's boring. Like
3: he's he said he has said like some he has said some like like can like not he has said some like it's like old man stuff, right? Like old type, like old. Okay, but like ideology old, type, like, type how, stuff. like I'm not gonna. I don't. Want, I'm. I'm not doing that. But oh, he no, also no. his wife also claims that he he owes her uh, child support at least as of oh uh, 2021. Um. Oh shit. Also, he had, an, he had an app that that was terrible. Yeah, the, the, the what the Jeremy it's Renner Jeremy app. Renner app?
1: <laughs> yeah, but
3: uh, apparently he threatened but, to kill his wife too. Wh- oh, oh God. God.
2: okay. Was, that, uh, that, no, no, no. You see, you've crossed the line. Like, no, no, no yeah, definitely crossed
3: the line. Yeah, but anyway, he he exists, and it's whatever. I'm not I'm not a big fan <laughs> of him as, in general, but I like the show. I think it's fine.
1: I'm uh, not
2: I'm not gonna support him
1: no. with the limited time you have. In the universe, are you watching? Like, are you watching the show and thinking, i I'm glad I'm watching this show."
3: I like Haley a lot. Okay. So, well, the I'm... reason
1: I ask is you were like, "This show is not that good," but and then you just listed things that you liked about it. Uh-huh. Yeah,
3: I guess I like the show. Is that what okay. you want me to say? Is that no. what you want me to? You, want, you, you were trying to trick me into saying that. No. Well, at you. good to... for you. no. Good for you, man. <laughs> look what you've done. You put egg on my shirt. Sure.
1: Okay, fine. Whatever. Do you feel
3: strong? Do you feel like a man when you push me down? Do you feel also, better now? Let's uh, go with that.
0: We, I think we, do. You, <laughs> we, I think we both agree that the the uncle character is very clearly uh, kingpin.
3: Yeah, it's very clearly kingpin. And if, if first of all, no man shambles yeah. like that. And also, kingpin
2: as in Daredevil kingpin.
3: Yeah, as in Netflix's Daredevil's kingpin.
2: What? The, really? Yeah. Are they really going to finally bring in the Netflix yeah. well, Marvel? So it's verse. like
0: a soft re- reboot.
2: Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> you don't like I'm the Netflix? So, I'm, you don't like the Netflix? No, I, I love them. I'm just... I'm done with Marvel. Like, that was it. Like, you want to reboot Daredevil, Iron Fist, Jessica yeah. Jones, and no, I Luke don't think Cage? They're gonna, I'm I done.
3: Think, I think Iron Fist is dead. I, I'm not going to lie to you, brother. I don't think Iron Fist is coming back. But I do think that they're going to... What they're going to, because like also there have been a lot of fan, there's been a lot of fan speculation about some one of the trailers for Spider Man No Way Home, where there is a lawyer character that is kept out okay. of frame that is Daredevil, and it is likely the Netflix is Daredevil. I just, I, just Daredevil. I can't do it. I, don't, I can't. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so done. I'm so done. Oh, you yeah, know what's funny though? It. You know what's funny though is that you can and you will do it. No. No, I won't. You can, and you will. Why? Because you're going
2: to assign me the task, like because our Disney, Snyder's.
3: our Disney overlords have decided it for if
2: us. If you
0: haven't no? watched it no? yet, there's a uh, Shang-Chi is now on Disney Plus. I've been rewatching it.
3: Uh yeah, I saw that. And you know what I did immediately? I didn't watch it. I'm actually really good. I'm actually really happy if you continue to take this stance going forward.
2: I will because I'm, I'm not going to do it
3: yeah (laughs) brother i cannot tell you how much i'm good i'm glad for this because we do need we do need somebody to be this for us you know to keep us humble i'll
2: be the curmudgeonly old man being like no marvel's dead to me i'm done
3: (laughs) yeah i'm on board (laughs) i yeah this is strong balancing energy here this is good for my chakras i think especially since
2: like i was such a fan of daredevil seasons one and two and Jessica Jones. Like what about Daredevil
3: season three, brother? You're just gonna no. leave that one out. <laughs>
2: yeah, I am in fact gonna leave that out. Just like I leave out Heroes of Hell's Kitchen and Iron Fist and Luke Cage. They're terrible. What is Heroes of Hell's Kitchen? Do you mean Defender? That is it? I thought it was Heroes of Hell's Kitchen.
3: No, it's Defender Kitchen. Heroes of Hell's Kitchen sounds like what like what what it was named in Russia. Like Okay, I like whatever. If, you, the if point, you saw a Russian dub of The Defenders, it would be it would be called Heroes of Hell's Kitchen. Okay, come at me, bro. <laughs> like, like I don't <laughs> I don't know what to say. I said the wrong
2: name. The point well, is, it yeah, was yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they dropped an elevator on people. And Electra's dumb character. Electra is a dumb character. I know. I it, a they could job be a better character
0: before her resurrection, and I thought the whole yes slow. No, I liked Elektra like before that. Was good.
2: Yeah. But then they
3: pooped the bed. They pooped the bed, bud. They pooped it.
0: I, the actress Elodie, Elodie Young. I don't know how you pronounce her name. It's French. Also, pretty great.
2: I think it's French. It's Elodie.
0: Is it? Are you, are you messing with me or?
2: No, I honestly do believe that, but I could be wrong.
3: No, it's. I think he's saying that because Dane also under. It's Dane mentioned that it was French, but I think said it in a tone, like in a volume that you may not have heard. Oh, that's possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I'm happy. I I think I I agree. I'm 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 in the middle. I think I think Dane represents all in still, which and is rep- weird to me. Why Dane? Like, <laughs> I represent on the fence all the time. Ready to be hurt again? Is that what's going on? He's a brave man. That's what it is. No, know?
2: that's it. I forgot. I forgot that he was just. I mean, I'm also he's like the only Chad. one of
0: us that consumes comics. So well as it, as
2: it... yeah no you're wrong but you're right if you're talking about traditional comics you're right i don't consume marvel and dc but i do read a large amount of web comics so
0: hell yeah brother
2: yeah they're awesome that's not really important right now i don't
3: know if they're awesome uh no they are like there's a they exist really what they exist i mean they're awesome in the sense oh. that like there are good comic books right not, There are not all web comics are awesome but yeah no not not all are but yeah, like yeah, there's yeah.
2: a decent chunk of them that i actually enjoy that are pretty good yeah they're yeah, also like been, the like one thing that's like been on the, the, the internet
3: yeah they're like the modern driver yeah of, of new good interesting things yeah
2: like comics. for instance my personal favorite is still lore olympus which is first of all my favorite greek story of all time which is the story of Hades and Persephone and you know, it's I, brilliantly animated and written so
3: animated yeah
2: they, they there's literally like songs and music and they have like it's drawn and also animated like there are scenes that have various like moving parts it's hard to describe it's you very know,
3: well done. Do you want to know how I've consumed Lore Olympus sure I consumed Lord Olympus as a red like like people took the web comic and they they, they hired they, voice they actors it? Oh no okay and then they and then they like played it out that way and did, like you see the you panels enjoy it? Yeah I I I mean I I watched I got I watched I I like started a little bit and I was like I guess I'm I guess I'm watching all of this now and then I mostly cuz I like the story it's um, very good I love the interpretation yeah, I do think it's very melodramatic, but I think that's perfectly good and right for the story that's being told. Like, I don't, but so like I the don't.
2: animations are like in certain frames, they'll like cause shakiness to uh, invoke the sense of trauma.
3: Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting medium, right? Like, it's it's this it's a uh, like the the like the animated web animated comic book as a concept. What was it called? Because it does it still exists. It's a I crossover. Don't. I don't remember the term. Dane, Dane. What's, that?
0: What's the crossover? What? <laughs> the, the, the thing. The thing they do
3: where they animate. They animate graphic novels, but they don't make. It's not an animation. It's not like a, it's not a movie. I... Like they
2: just play the
1: boundary of the two genres. It's like a little animated gif in the middle.
2: Yeah, occasionally basically. for that, I'm not familiar with. Yeah, they, no, they, that's they... what we're looking for, but we don't have it. So Google I that shit.
0: Graphic. That would be a great question for my former roommate, who's a graphic design major.
2: Motion um, comic, fuck. There it is. Okay.
0: Oh, how unoriginal! Fucking a.
2: How? But, that's it's what you
0: comic. want to find it's about? A, yeah, it's
3: a comic book. What do you mean? How unoriginal? unoriginal. <laughs>
2: it's Doesn't all
3: unoriginal, man.
2: <laughs> the point is, is that there are good comics online, and that's the only form I consume. And uh-huh. Dane, you had an actual point about comics, right?
0: No, just that the reason why I keep watching is because I'm like, I mean, I, I guess I just like, I am I accept the rehashing. Like like you were talking about how for you Endgame was the final chapter of a lengthy story and how you're done. You're, you're, it's it's a complete thing for you. And you feel how like everything else just feels like the next thing for the, the next people. It doesn't, it feels separated from you. And Correct. as someone who consumes... A media which medium which like these characters have like these overarching plot lines that typically not uncommonly end in death and then like a year maybe not even later oh they're back because of this convoluted comic thing like i know that would be very irksome to you
2: it <laughs> and, would i would i and, would actually get me, really it, mad about yeah,
0: that but for me it's like yeah, that's comics and it's just i i'm you know for, you know it's interesting because what got me into comics what originally got me interested in getting into comics was we talked a lot about them in my sociology class and about how media is always a reflection of of society. And, and
2: you're talking about art reflecting society and society yeah. reflecting and like,
0: art. Yeah. Yeah. Just like how, like yeah, like it's a, it's a Iron common Man.
2: philosophical thing yeah. where Iron it's Man a recursive thing. Like
0: this anti-communist communist, capitalist hero, whatever. And then it got into like themes of like, you know, humans, machine, techno, singularity stuff. And it's just very interesting consuming this media with this historical background and seeing oh, this is a reflection of this thing that's going on in the world and stuff like that. Like, you know, there's overarching plots that have reflections of like the rise of uh, white supremacy and and, you know, stuff like that. Oh, right.
2: In what, like 1503?
0: Yeah, uh, I think a little more recent than that. Uh Oh, okay. Oh uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. How uh, how how recent the rise?
0: Um uh, 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 it's hard to put a number on it, I'd say.
2: The the reascendancy, would you maybe put it somewhere around uh, January 6th?
0: Maybe. Maybe something yeah, like that. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, uh, 2021. But, uh,
0: but yeah, but I mean, that so that's how I kind of got into comics and then I think I think like a comic like Saga, I think you would really enjoy oh, Adam. Boy. Another really good one is Monstrous. And so whereas I started off as like this kind of high-browed, wanting-to-consume comics, I've definitely just completely bought into the format. I, I really like the, the art now and the storytelling. And it's really it's really interesting having a media where you have like these long-ongoing characters, like the Marvel and DC characters, but then you also have like these very concise stories that can be told with a very neat, beginning middle and end and sometimes you get stuff like umbrella academy which you know each book is like its own self-contained thing and whether or not there'll be another one is is you know completely up in the air so it's 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 a very wide format i would say
2: yeah and it is like it's the same reason i keep falling prey to fiction novels that are like rtgs which is role-playing games put to the page like i love them they're stupid and terrible but they're they appeal. We all have our thing. Like we have to escape reality somehow, right?
0: Got to escape so, this capitalist hellscape for sure.
2: Yeah, got to get out of here.
1: So, what
0: about, what about you, uh, Forrest? Uh,
1: what about me, uh, Saga? What good. about you? I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, Adam you, should be, uh, Adam? you should get Saga and uh, read it. Okay, oh, yeah, you you're a fellow
0: Saga reader. I'm very excited for its return next month.
1: Yeah, but I haven't. I've only read the first. I don't know. Like uh, three or four. Oh,
2: uh, How so long I is can't... it?
0: There are nine volumes, and it's halfway through the story.
2: And four is about halfway through that. So what's yeah. the problem?
0: So. So well, saga has been on like a two-year hiatus.
2: Oh, okay.
3: I think saga might be one years? of those things where you. Task one of us to remember and then just read it when it's done.
1: Yeah, I'd be, I'd be, that seems like the way to do it. And then we all talk about it. Could even be a podcast. I mean, I I think if you, if
2: you want to do a reading group, I will be up for that.
3: I read Sandman obviously well after it was finished and thinking about reading it like as it came out, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much.
2: So you, you're, you're, you're like one of those entitled millennials. Where you think that you should have everything at your fingertips as soon as it's created, and consume it at your leisure.
3: I do. No, I do. I I mean, I think that there are definitely like I don't mind uh, like a a lot of stuff being you know piecemeal to me, but something about Sandman and how it connected with me and how I consumed it, I think, permanently changed my perception of it because I can you know I was able to like aggressively power through it and was totally taken by it. So it was like the idea that I would have not been able to do that. Having enjoyed it so much seems foreign, you know, it's maybe less to do with the actual, anyway, what are we doing right now?
1: Like your personal relationship with this. Uh, I feel
2: like we should uh, look towards wrapping it up. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, So
2: this uh, has been your episode about midnight mass. It definitely has everything to do with comic books and the Marvel cinematic universe.
1: Yep. Yeah. and and uh, you have find you hold, hold on, real
3: quick. Actually, fu- no, fuck that. Hold on. Uh, okay. w- uh Did you guys see? Did you guys see that the the preview for the next Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? I was
0: just gonna watch that as soon as we wrapped up here. I I no, it up.
2: and I no. am
3: not going to.
0: You like <laughs> the Spider-Verse?
3: Do I? He's I a man he... of principle. I respect <laughs> you, Adam.
0: I thought you <laughs> said no. you lights into the Spider-Verse,
3: dude.
2: I have not seen a minute of it. You should watch. Where are you again. getting this?
3: Hey, I take you. Should you should really watch that one? I, that's a, if that's the last Marvel no, thing you watch. I no, think I'm good.
0: It's not oh. anything to do with the MCU, though.
3: I
2: don't care. I don't. I don't respect Sony.
0: Oh, I can't argue with that one.
1: Are yeah, you a PlayStation? Are you like a big, uh, big PlayStation man?
2: Yeah, I was, and I don't know if I'm gonna buy another console again. Up until PS4, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I don't know. Man, this I'm, is like a I, huge
0: bomb to drop right at the end of the podcast.
2: Yeah, welcome to well, Adam's uh, <laughs> confessional about PlayStation. Bye bye. <laughs> <Perfect.
0: Perfect. laughs> confessional. Boom. We're done.
2: Nice. Uh, we were also talking about NFTs and cryptocurrency and how much we think they're trash. And I'd rather they're... talk about
3: I'd rather talk about politics than NFTs.
2: Those are. Yeah. The, they they are one in the same. Money. I was gonna say they're kind oh, of e- the same. okay, everything yeah, in the sense though. that
3: everything is political. Yeah, fuck off.
2: <laughs> but I mean, it is like I'm not everything. saying that it
3: isn't, but it's like okay. but you, know he gotcha. you, you know, know what he means. Mean, I means. Well, you. know what I fucking mean, bud. Do I? Do I? I hope sir. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: I
2: do. I'm just being difficult. So
0: I can't recall. Does anyone here play Magic Arena?
1: No,
3: no, no. And I'll and I'll and I'll thank you, good sir, to never accuse us of something so heinous again.